In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I've titled my talk this evening, Ash Wednesday and the Season of Lent Briefly Explained. <laughs> Ash Wednesday and the Season of Lent Briefly Explained. And we begin with Ash Wednesday because Ash Wednesday marks the beginning of the 40 days of the Season of Lent. And why the first day of Lent is called Ash Wednesday is obvious or it will be obvious later in the service when you and I will have received the imposition of ashes on our foreheads. What might not be so obvious is the meaning of the word Lent, which comes from the Old English, which means springtime. And so the season of Lent, which begins as the days are growing longer and as winter gives way to springtime, and Lent being 40 days long, and being based on the 40 days that Jesus spent fasting and praying in the wilderness after his baptism, Lent begins six and a half weeks before Easter Day. That's where we are now. It's six weeks of six days, and not counting Sundays, because Sundays are always celebrations of Christ's resurrection, and therefore they are feast days, not fast days. And so Lent is six weeks of six days, or that is 36 days, plus four more, of which today is the first. Four more days from Ash Wednesday to the first Saturday in Lent. And so Lent is 36 days plus four days for a total of 40 days. And the imposition of ashes, which we'll be doing tonight, sets the tone for the whole season of Lent, which is a penitential season. Indeed, the ashes are a sign and recognition of our personal sinfulness and our sorrow for our sins. It's a sign of our repentance and a recognition that we are in need greatly of God's grace and mercy. Further, the ashes remind us of our finitude as human beings, that we are, as the scriptures say, dust, and unto dust shall we return, that we brought nothing into this world and we take nothing out, and that God alone is God <laughs> and we are not. Interestingly, the imposition of ashes on Ash Wednesday has been the practice of the Western Church for more than a thousand years. And so tonight, when we receive the imposition of ashes, we will be participating in that thousand years of ancient tradition. Added to this is the fact that the Lenten fast of 40 days is even more ancient than that. Indeed, the first mention in writing of the 40 days fast comes to us in the 4th century in the year 325 A.D. It's written in the 5th canon of the Council of Nicaea, from which council also we have received the Nicene Creed, which we all proclaim together every Sunday morning. Of course, as we noted just a moment ago, the 40 days of Lent 
are based on the 40 days that Jesus spent in the Judean wilderness after his baptism by John in the Jordan River and before his return to the Galilee and the beginning of his public ministry. It was during that 40 days in the wilderness that Jesus prayed and fasted and was tempted by the devil. And so we too pray as Jesus did and we fast as Jesus did. And judging indeed from Jesus' words in the gospel, he seems to assume that we as true followers of him will do the same. He prayed and so we pray. And he fasted and so we fast. In fact, we just read from Matthew's gospel in the sixth chapter in which Jesus gives us direction on how to pray when we pray and how to fast when we fast. And he didn't say, if you pray, do it this way, or if you fast, but when you do, because he assumes that we will. Indeed, during the season of Lent, the church says much about fasting and prayer and confession and the study of Holy Scripture. But all of these things really are just regular parts of what it means to live a committed Christian life, to be a faithful follower of Christ. Indeed, to think of these things as only to be done during Lent is to altogether miss the point. Indeed, the true use of the season of Lent is to practice all of these things faithfully during the season so that we will have prepared and conditioned ourselves to continue these holy practices even after Lent is over. And so I wonder, what will you be doing this Lenten season? And how different will your life be as a result, even when it's over? In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.